We did it, guys. We, did, the, we did it, Cody. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. In the wise words of Dora, we did it. What we did, the big 5-0, man. We made it 50 episodes, Cody. 50 Ca- dang episodes. That's crazy, Who would have thought? Not Look us. At us. Look None at of us. us. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, that's right. You know, here we are, about a year later. Yes, just over a year. And we did it. Yes. We're great. I think we are great. We have more episodes than we have listeners. Now, that's <laughs> been true for a while, but since like maybe like double digits, but yes. Yeah, as soon as we hit like our fifth episode, <laughs> that was a praiseable episode. We're not going to talk about Yeah, no, that. we're talking about our successes today. Yes, big success. So, all right, we're going to do that in more detail here in a minute. What else do we have on the schedule here? Well, how are you Maybe. feeling today, Evan? How am I feeling today? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, Mandalorian season two's out now. I. And it was, and there's this thing called the election right. going on. So, That's, I figured you had to have some type of feeling. You know, I, I'll just start. <laughs> I was stressed night of, but but you know, things are looking a little bit better now. Uh, everyone's on edge, huh? but yeah, you know, we're we're all we're all glued to CNN, you know, or your station of choice. <laughs> well, that's where we just need to come in distract the people a little bit give them something to look forward to and that's the big 5-0 episode that's right so that's what we got going on here today guys we appreciate it and like evan said we're gonna get into it we're gonna get the praise and reflection going here in another right. segment we, we do have a game segment you teed up a, an exciting game for uh i did for me and a special guest yes. returning to the show for the first time with me on it yes from at least season, they got uploaded from season two <laughs> episode 29 Overlord. Think about this, right? Connor. We, we would have had our 50th episode a couple weeks ago if it weren't for technical difficulties preventing yes. us from a couple different episodes. Hey, you know what? We can talk about that as well. No, we're only talking about the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After that, we've got a new Decades project at your suggestion, Cody. So. Yeah, it was. I, th- I thought, how can we kick off the big five zero with something you know kind of spectacular? And the 40s decade project went over pretty well. So, you know, 50th episode, 50s decade project. Yep. So we're back at it again for the month of November, guys. Right. Now, so we'll get into, we're, we're going to talk about my movie today, which is uh, uh, what I thought was a pretty prescient movie to the uh, the times with the election going on and, and whatnot. We're going to talk about A Face in the Crowd, Elliot Kazan's movie from what was that 1957 yes 1957 yeah so we're, right. we're gonna do that one in depth today uh, next week we've got your movie it is my pick next week and i was searching around and uh i, I landed on rear window 1954 mm-hmm. and uh directed by alfred hitchcock and he had a lot of 50s movies he had a lot of movies in general yes so I, I picked that, guys. We'll obviously put some promotions on. It gives you guys a week to go watch that. We are recording this a day later than normal. I don't think we throw that off the top. We're being positive today. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, you know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll be watching that next week. So look forward to that. It is available on Peacock Premium, unfortunately, and I couldn't find it anywhere else. So what I'm doing is I'm signing up for the free week just to watch the movie. Then I'm getting rid of it. Or you could pay for it. I don't really care what you do or how you watch it, but that's what we're watching next week. So. Okay. I will decide what to do. <laughs> Maybe if I want to get the commercials off of a boat show below deck, yes. <laughs> I will just stay signed up for Peacock Premium. All right. So that's week two. Week three, we're bringing in a special guest again. Uh, Connor will be there, and later in the episode, uh, during the game segment, we'll let you know what movie that, that it's going to be. Right. So we'll let him introduce that. A little suspense. Keep you around yeah. our gloating. And uh, our last movie, it's going to be decided by you guys we're in the audience. We're going to run a poll on Twitter. I, uh, I have submitted for my second pick one of my all-time favorite movies, 
Um, maybe this is a little against the spirit of the uh, exploration of the Decades Project, but I had to put it in there. It's one of my all-time favorites. Singing in the Rain. Gene Kelly uh, stars and directs it, uh, along with Stanley Donen, uh, um, too. So that's going um, to be fun if that's the pick. But you have submitted... I've submitted Rebel Without a Cause, directed by Nicholas Ray and released in 1955. I had a lot of trouble actually picking a second movie because every movie I found that like interests me was also Alfred Hitchcock's, and I was just like, I don't want to pick the same guy. Like, I need I need something else. I need something different. So yeah. uh, Rebel Without a Cause still looked pretty interesting and pretty good. And, and you know, that's going to be good because this is going to give us, we're going to have a really good variety of movie because... Yes. You know, um, this one we're talking about today is pretty much a straight drama. Rear Window kind of veers into more horror territory. Mystery thriller, Mystery yes. Mystery thriller. Um, we'll talk about Connors in a minute. And then Singing in the Rain, the 50s was a great time for movie musicals. So that's in there. And Rebel Without a Cause is, uh, I think that's kind of drama too. Yes. It's, uh, they're all good movies. <laughs> so we're going to be excited to do that this week. And with that, Cody... We've gone on for a long time. About how great our podcast is. And we're going to do it even more. Yes, let's do it. All right, Cody. Here we are. 50th. 50th. The 50th episode. 50th episode. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. You heard it. Cheers, Cheers. to that, my friend. You know, drinking <laughs> drinking leftover Trulies from the night of the election because that's all we have. <laughs> it's not bad. God, truly, that is. Whoa. I'll say no more. Okay, well. But I'm drinking, so that's. We're cool. not here to criticize. We're here to celebrate ourselves, Cody. Yes. So Good job, Evan. Why don't you, you know, a podcast with such a great rich history like ours <laughs> uh one that is beloved by so many people because of just the the quality that the hosts bring i would say mm-hmm. um the co-host sometimes too yeah. but <laughs> i'm kidding i'm not a co-host i'm a host look at you you finally gained the confidence yeah that's right so why don't you take us all the way back to the inception of this take podcast imagine a little dream sequence a little flashback let me close my we're, eyes for we're this. rippling back through the, a cut scene here take us back oh i'm there here i am all right yeah so honestly this thing kind of just got started with uh evan was already a movie fanatic a couple years i think obviously before yeah. this podcast started that's right and uh, i think you did you did another podcast before this right I did. Kinda. one and that will not be named <laughs> one that will not be named and uh he did it and he said it was a lot of fun and he enjoyed his time with his friends and all that kind of stuff and uh, he he really just said you you know you should try it out get the AMC pass or whatnot and come see a couple movies with me and I think the first movie we saw without the AMC pass I really wanted to see Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. and I saw that I think that was before you got the pass though yeah it was that I think that's what led to the introduction of the pass and more of this talk that I'm obviously talking about and uh, I did get the pass and then we saw Booksmart mm-hmm. and I, I love yeah I, I love seen it already yeah. and I was like you got to see this movie yeah. So we went to go see Booksmart, and, and that's really kind of where that conversation kind of led us, right? Where Evan's just like, yeah, man, like, this is a great pass. Like, you're going to really enjoy it. And, you know, after probably about two or three weeks, I think we decided, like, yeah, let's, like, I've always wanted to, like, try something like this, like a podcast. Yeah. It's whatnot. a good way to get your thoughts out about, I think that was my argument, too. Is it like, was. It's a good way to discuss, like, what you think about something or 
yeah dig into it a little more yeah so i was like you know what yeah like i'm down like let's let's take a chance let's do it and and so we did and uh you know i that's here we are. I don't know what else to say, man. That's kind of how it got started, right? Yeah. Like just one week. I think Joker was well. Joker was for sure the first one, and obviously probably one of the most political ones we've had on the show. But I'm being positive here, so we won't talk about <laughs> it that much. But yeah, we ended up seeing Joker, and that was the start of our our thing. And it was just just fun, right? Evan and I had kind of we we've always been kind of close as cousins and stuff. And he had moved to Fullerton, and I think he'd been there for like a year. Yeah, I don't think I visited like you that. once. No, that's that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of like a way to like rekindle our cousin connection kind of thing too mm-hmm. and I was kind of like yeah like I'm down and you know it really was a five minute drive away so it wasn't like a house or anything I know time is always of the essence for us these days and whatnot and I was really worried about just having the time and being consistent with wanting to do it but you kind of took that all out of my head and you know we got things started and the ball rolling and like you said like once you start talking about it and and getting over I guess that initial fear of like hearing yourself or you know whatever it might mm-hmm. be it is cool to get your thoughts out there, um, and it's just it's a nice little engagement, obviously, with you and hanging out whatever day it might be and and doing these kind of things. You know, we, we hung out a lot, especially when pa- uh, AMC and theaters were yeah, open. Yeah, when we could actually go. I mean, we'd hang out at least probably three yeah, times a week. Yeah, we could see a movie together. <laughs> yeah, everyone just hit me up. another day. Exactly. So, I mean, that was really fun, and, you know, we re- like I said, kind of rekindled that connection and whatnot and, you know, just had fun along the way. And, you know, before you know it, episode two, episode three, episode four, and... You know, the big five zero. here we are. So, yeah, that's one of the things I think you bring up something interesting about like that communal experience of going to the movies, you know, like that. I mean, it's fun, right? Like we I go drive by your house, say, hey, let's go see whatever. We yeah. go see it. We go grab dinner after like hang out or, or vice versa. And um, that was a ton of fun. And so like got friends to go here and there too exactly. to see certain movies. You know? Yeah. And and like as interesting i know it's interesting because obviously this whole pandemic has up to ended the ability to do things like that in a way there's been good out of it because there's been access to a lot of movies that maybe there wouldn't have been before you know people don't have to go pay to go see the lovebirds and it's probably a good thing it just uh, drops on netflix or whatever or all of these movies are releasing quickly on like video on i demand. didn't have to waste one of my weekly exactly. watches on artemis fowl that's true. Hallelujah. Yeah, what a miracle that was. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, you do miss out on something when you get to, like, experience. Like, like think about a movie like Endgame, right? We've both seen Endgame. Um, that movie wouldn't have worked the same if you were watching it by yourself at home for the first time instead of, like, with a group of people. Yeah, so, the hype's not there. Yeah, so, like, this is a, the podcast I still think is also a good way to engage with other people on film so you don't feel like you're watching these movies on your own yeah or I, less, we, you know? we joke about our listeners and all all the time but i do have like a lot of friends that like say like oh i listen to that and and then it leads to a discussion obviously yeah. off air you know come be our guest guys by the way and uh <laughs> but yeah like it, it leads to more conversation and it sparks something more than just right movies obviously that's funny because towards the real world that happens way. to me too but it's mostly just my friends being like <laughs> hey i heard you hated this movie that everybody loved why are you so dumb that that's why i'm here to tell everyone why evan is always wrong and i'm probably that's a cool thing too that i like that we ref- and we'll get into it i yeah. guess while we praise and reflect i don't want to ruin that but uh yeah our differences of opinions and all that's always you know it's good to have right? yeah it's the the episodes with debate are always a little more fun that's why i still look back at like joker 
as one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Mine was Olaf and basically convincing you why Olaf is awesome. Yeah, keep keep trying. I will. Um, Everyone well, not, else. Not now. Not now. Uh, okay. This is not a time for negativity such as Olaf. But <laughs> anyway, what um, – so – I'm just going along this outline that you've put together for us here, <laughs> which I have done no preparation on. It's, it's been a busy week, guys. Um, so what have we learned from this process? I've learned that Cody is a Disney boy. Actually, I, I knew that before. <laughs> yes, but now everyone else knows I'm a Disney boy. No, I think that just speaking broadly, I mean, this is the second podcast that I've done. And so I think for me, well, I've done a few different podcasts on different things. I had a hockey one for a little bit that was very inconsistent. All of them canceled, right? Yeah. No, none of these exist anymore. <laughs> so that's good. Um, <laughs> I would say, though, that like what, what we've learned is sort of different perspectives on things. Like I think that going from where I was just even – because I've always been interested in movies and kind of – had my personal favorites and stuff. And I think back to like college when I used to watch over and over again, the movie Goon. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, hockey movie? the hockey movie. Really funny. Pick 69. Yeah, it's hilarious. But uh, watching that over and over again, watching like Forrest Gump a bunch, where I would have told you like a few years ago, like, oh, Forrest Gump, that's one of the greatest movies ever made. It's one of, like the fucking uh, Ray Romano's character in uh, the big <laughs> six, greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Go on the internet, they hate it. <laughs> And now I'm like, okay, I can see the problems with this movie now. Sure. But through the course of the podcast, I think like these this last year, talking to you and having some of our guests on and stuff, especially digging into like Star Wars and the unreleased Star Wars episode, <laughs> I think one of the things- Shout out to Zach. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's been on more deleted episodes than anyone in podcast history. We'll get into that, Zach, in our mistake section. <laughs> yeah. Um we're getting better about that, though. We are. But no, I think like with stuff like that, I think I'm learning to at least acknowledge popular things for being popular. Like the sure. Marvel episode's another one. Like even though I those things aren't specifically for me, they're for a lot of people, and like that's something I've learned. Talking to you, where you take sometimes the more populist view of things, and I take sometimes the more snooty view of uh, yeah. of movies and stuff, like. It's been it's been good to get that perspective in conversation. I don't I don't know how you feel about it. No, the perspective's great, right? Cuz even with the movies, the ones we disagree on, obviously, I think a lot of people enjoy that cuz there is that different side of both mm -hmm. of us and how you like films and how I like films. But then even the ones we agree on, such as the one we will talk about later today, we like it for different reasons, I feel right. like too, which is also great, right? Like And we think about we, it from different Yeah, we perspectives. think about it from different perspectives and come to obviously the conclusion with our letterbox roundup that this is still a great film or a horrible film whatever way sure. it leans. But it's always it's always something different, and that's why guessing on this show are also fun when we get them when we can, because yeah, perspective. You see one thing one way, and yeah. then another person sees another thing. Another like way. how many times has one of us said something about some theme of the movie or just something we liked or didn't like about it, and then the other was just like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like I didn't yeah. notice that. Like yeah. it's, it's or how many times Evans disagreed, and then he talks, and now now I hear that his friends off the air are telling him that he's wrong. <laughs> so. This is a great feeling for They me. get very upset with me when I say Marvel <laughs> movies are bad. <laughs> um, Not all Marvel movies. But how about you? So I know this is my section, but we're having a conversation here. So yes. like, I know... I'm the opposite end of like what you just said. Your journey through movies has been 
more recent. Like, I know you watched movies before and stuff, yeah. but, like... I mean, obviously, the t- entitled Disney boy that we've been themed now for me right. up to this point. You know, I, I did watch a lot of Disney. I watched a lot of Marvel, the popular movies, like Evan said, and I, I never really went out of my way to go see any other type of films. Right. Uh, doing like, this would, po- you wouldn't have seen Parasite if not I would not, not have seen podcast. Parasite until the hype was just too real. Or at least I the think, past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, movies like that, maybe Little Women, um, Marriage Story, I think especially like and that's one you love, and Both I love Marriage Story, loved. and I think there's just an appreciation of you know talking to you and just going out of my way or out of my bubble per se to see movies that I wouldn't normally see. Um, I, I I do get a, a bigger passion for you know movies and stuff like that that mm-hmm. aren't as mainstream. You know, documentaries this year especially I think have really you know hit home. Yeah, um, for me, and there's you know, just been and so I don't, many. Of them. I don't really watch documentaries, and you, know, you yeah. don't really think about it and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite end of you, you know, just like everything else on this podcast, I guess. But I'm, I'm trying to see if there's <laughs> any movies that we've watched for this podcast that I would not have, because I know there's a few. Like I don't know if you would have watched like I'm thinking of ending things just in your natural course of sure film watching but i'm okay the one and only ivan i probably would not have watched <laughs> i'm trying to think yeah but it, that's i mean that's the fun of it right like you, yeah. you learn like the appreciation of film and stuff and you know movies that you wanted to watch there's movies i wanted to watch and i, I do like hearing that like you know yeah no which is awesome i'm just i'm just trying to look through and see like <laughs> i probably mm, i might not have seen like maleficent 2 if not for you would have not seen for maleficent you 2. i didn't I angelina jolie would be uh... appalled yeah, well, she should be, I guess. <laughs> She's making enough money to not have to be appalled. I think we've anything. learned a lot, too. I think, you know, and this is on the technical side of things, but, like, when we got started, like, we didn't know what we were really doing. Like, I mean, you know a little bit to, like, kind of get us started, but, I mean, we've made, we definitely made strives from our missing episodes. Well, let's talk about those. So, we've yeah. made a, a couple mistakes along the way. <laughs> Just a few. What, what like, might those be? <laughs> we, we, early on, had very, very many technical difficulties in terms of our audio. That I will say. Yes, I, you know. I mean, we've gotten better with that. We, in terms we have. Of it was hard finding and yeah, equipment has been helpful. Um, just the general setup. Yes, our the, ability to use apps to <laughs> communicate with guests. The, the apps to communicate with guests, guys. I wish you guys would have been, you know, tweeting us earlier on where we should have been going because Zoom ends <laughs> up being the winner. By the way, if Zoom you, is Zoom is the one. Zoom to is use. the winner to use. But, uh, yeah, we tried other apps, I guess, earlier on and means mm-hmm. and methods of recording when we have, like, guests like Zach or Connor and stuff where there are lost episodes. So we do apologize for that. You know, we had a Star Wars episode that got lost. We had the And they've all been for different reasons. Like, the audio <laughs> was bad in that one that we couldn't post it. The one didn't even record there, with Connor. There was one, yeah. The, the first time we had Connor on to talk about uh, The Big Sick yeah. and rom-coms, I think it was. It was. Um, we recorded the whole episode. It was fine. We could all hear each other. But for some reason, my audio wasn't <laughs> in it at all. It was just gone. Yeah, that was a hard part too. Uh, when we were all obviously those that, that was a quarantine episode and stuff. Um, I didn't have the setup and mic and all that kind of stuff. And if you go back to those middle episodes, like right, you know, the audio's not the greatest. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, but uh, but I think we're in a good place now. We are, which is good. Mistakes th- that we made, I, I just don't think we've <laughs> been. Uh, we very we've been inconsistent definitely early on I think we, yeah we've gotten better other I mean, than we technical usually... di- difficulties though like yeah what, where do you think we've improved why don't we t- so you don't want to talk about mistakes inconsistent guys well I mean this this is starting from a place of mistakes <laughs> and celebrating ourselves 
Yeah. I, you know, we, we did record usually every week, but like some days it'd be like a Monday and then it'd be like the next Friday. Yeah. I think we're getting more consistent. We are. Yeah. You know, we've been really, yeah, we've been really consistent up until this point for quite a few weeks and then, uh, now we're a day behind, but I'm hoping we'll get back to it next week. Yeah. So promotions, obviously always a big thing. Uh, I think we're finally caught up, Mm -hmm. you know, we were playing around with where we wanted to promote what seemed the best, you know, route and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So our graphic design is improved. Credit <laughs> to Cody for that. <laughs> it's not great, but it's better. You know, yeah, that's kind of fun too to play around with that kind of stuff, right? Like all the audio and yeah. you know, it's stuff that you normally don't use. At least I don't use in my day to day job. And you know, it never hurts to you, learn you learn new, new skills. Yeah, it never hurts to learn a new skill or something new, guys. There's always something to learn. I'm just gonna throw that out there. And and I mean, just like look at from the beginning of the show, like going along those same lines from like the very first few episodes to now like look at how much more free-flowing it is it's not awkward when we're uh, talking over each other as much you know it's like it's a good back and forth so yeah, we're that's a, good a mistake with you that. talked over me so much i still do you do <laughs> but you just but roll with it now <laughs> and you talk over me sometimes not as much as i do but that's okay yeah for me um and then like we got the website up and running and so we're getting some experience with writing things so let's go which, into the highlights that's yeah. that's a highlight right there i think so i think that's pretty good yeah that's that's probably our biggest accomplishment i would say getting the website getting the up website and running. up and running hey there's a mistake when we accidentally deleted all of the blog posts <laughs> that is a mistake so we we got the website and within the first week i was on editing and i i texted evan like that night i was just like evan i have bad news how would you feel if i deleted everything you ever wrote <laughs> and that's what happened but we got it back. Don't worry. It's back. My All of Evan's reviews are good. up there at spinningthereel.com, by the way. Yes. Guys. Spinningthereel.com. R-E-E-L. We haven't posted in a while, but that's that's on me. I just got to – I'll write a few things here. Yeah. Wolfwalkers is getting a U.S. release in a couple weeks, so I'll yeah. but it, but, but it's cool. I mean, I've wrote a few blogs. Like, that's something new that I would have never done either, I, you know, whether that's a highlight or not of what I do. But mm-hmm. – but that, I mean, that definitely, I think, was the biggest accomplishment, right? I think we finally hit that that ground where we were wanting to commit, right? We, d- we did this for fun, obviously, I yeah. think, of course, and we still do it for fun. Yeah, we don't make any money from this. We don't advertise. <laughs> we, don't we don't plan do on it either. Yeah. And uh, I, we, we still made that commitment, that leap to, you know, keep the consistency to give you guys at least a, one single platform where you can find everything. Like, our tweets are threaded to our website now. Yeah. Um, all our audios, of course, are connected to the website now and, you know, whatnot. So at least, at least that's just one spot where you can kind of get everything. And, you know, I really like appreciate that, of course. Yeah. Go to spinningthereal.com. <laughs> go to at spinningthereal, wherever you, uh, are on social media. That's where you can find us. So you're talking about highlights though. Um, I see one you wrote down here. Yeah. Remember that? You remember that time? Yeah. Go ahead. Let's talk about it. Remember that time where, uh, so I remember you remember. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not the big Twitter guy. I actually got onto Twitter, I think mostly when we started this podcast yeah. actually, to be honest with you and uh i was very inconsistent at tweeting and whatnot i didn't even know what i was doing uh anyways shout out to danny glover from jumanji and uh he retweeted us that's our biggest highlight that got like more tweets yeah we got we got a retweet from <laughs> danny glover i think i got a retweet from tessa thompson you did during the little woods, the little woods yeah live that was chat. a highlight for sure you know, I'm just gonna just gonna say I would rather be retweeted by uh, Tessa Thompson than Danny Glover, but you know, teach their own. Hey, don't disrespect Danny. I love Danny Glover. Okay, cool. He's great. I'm glad we have that. Who doesn't love <laughs> Tessa Thompson? Everyone yeah. loves Tessa. You know Thompson. what? I think the highlight too here. We did this for over a year now, that, dude. That's impressive. That is impressive. We made it 50 episodes. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Wait, the episode. People are like, you do this weekly. 
you've done it over a year. Obviously, we that's told you there were lost episodes, guys. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, like I said, like I, th- I think that is a big highlight sometimes. Like I said, uh, we, we did it for fun and with the inconsistency, it was just us with busy schedules and stuff. And it, it was hard at times and, you know, holidays and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like we still have our normal lives, um, but uh, this is becoming part of the norm, I guess. So. Yeah, this is this it, is going to be fun. So the, the last thing we want to talk about here is just kind of going forward. I, I think, man, what are we uh, <laughs> what are we working on, Cody? I mean. We found a good rhythm, I think. Yeah. So, like, just being consistent, I think, is something we want to keep doing. Of course. Um, we're going to have some Oscars conversation like we did last year, but hopefully a little more streamlined. You'll be around for the Oscars this year, hopefully. Hopefully. So, <laughs> and now I think you, you had well, we enough can make experience. It work. Yeah, we can make it work. Where you can probably make some predictions, too. Yeah. Whereas last year, it was kind of like a little bit more of a shot in the dark. Yes, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Moving forward too, I think when you talk about the groove that Evan's talking about in terms of the consistency and stuff, I think we know a lot of what we want to do moving forward in terms of where we want it to go with our platforms mm-hmm. and how we want to promote it. Like I, I think a big flaw that we've always had is I don't think we promote early enough for you guys to watch the movies. Like um, Connor will be on here That's a little a good bit point. later. Yeah, we should really be better about that. I mean, <laughs> although we just talk I know about some like of the them, new releases. Yeah, so. I know some of them are those new releases and stuff, but like for the 50s Decade Project, obviously off the top, um, you got a lot of what we're going to be sure. doing, so at least it gives you time to go around and maybe hopefully see those movies in whatever you know fashion or form you need to see them in, so that when you do tune in, you, you know you're prepared, like you at least seen the film. So, um, you know, we want to get you guys more excited, and I think that's where we need to be more uh, better in that moving forward as well. Just interacting with you guys—that's why mm-hmm. we always ask for you guys to tweet at us. Yeah, and you guys uh, never do it. So <laughs> <laughs> really, this is your but, mistake. But maybe, maybe we should tweet at you. Like maybe if you post something and just we see start it. randomly <laughs> tweeting at people. Yeah. Hey, you. Hey, hey. I agree with this statement. But but stuff like that at least is engaging, where we get conversation, and you never know what might happen, right? You have to engage in conversation for anything to happen. You know, who knows? It could lead to, you know, additional guests, which would be really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like we do like our guests and the monotony of us yeah, talking back and forth and bantering and Evan always being wrong. You always want to get that guest on that tells mm-hmm. Evan he's wrong or, you know, somehow agrees with Evan. I don't know either way. But uh, well, yeah. Speaking of guests, Cody, we've got one for we the do. game segment. So here's to 50. Here's to 50, man. Cheers. Clink again. Clink. All right, Cody, you've got a game in mind here for the Big Five O. Why don't I just throw it to you? Yes, sir. It's called the 50-50 game with our special guest, Connor. Woo! Connor, say hi. Oh, I'm going to say woo. Woo? All right, say woo. Woo! Nice. Hello, Connor. I uh, heard your episode that you were on. And yeah, it was probably a fan favorite for many. I, I really appreciate Cody defending my honor. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're glad to have you here today, Connor. I am 50, so happy man. to be here. The big five zero. Have you listened to all 49 episodes? Don't lie to me. I can promise you I have not. Okay. <laughs> Remember, I listen when I've already seen the movie. For no we, need to, we need to find the one listener that's, that's watched all 50 and have them on as a guest or listen to all 50. For the Cody's 100. mom probably doesn't want to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun podcast. 
Cameo. All right, guys, this is a game segment. Are you guys ready? No. So I've told you guys almost nothing because I wanted to keep it in suspense until this episode. So I have two rounds. Wait, what do you mean almost nothing? You've told me nothing. Well, what's written I'm on the document that you're not impropriety. reading? No. Round one. So it's 50-50 game. So mm-hmm. round one is two franchises with the same lead. So you'll each get a question. And basically, there's going to be average rating from that lead in those two sets of movies or franchises. I don't know what that means. So average rating of the two movies? No, no, no. Of that franchise. Yes. Against the other franchise. Oh, okay. With that same lead. And then you have to decide who has the higher average. Okay. If you get the question right for what movie has the highest average, you then have a potential to get a bonus point. Here's where the 50-50 comes into play. Is it over or under whatever number I tell you, whatever star rating I tell you? It's going to be really easy once we get started. I'll start with Evan. Okay. Connor, does that make enough sense? This seems inspired by a Price is Right game. Let's, let's just dive in. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is going to be fun. We'll have to tally. I don't have a pen. Write down what you earn, oh Evan God, and Connor. <laughs> All right, Evan. Yeah. We'll start with you. Ian McKellen was Gandalf and Magneto. Yeah. What do you think had the higher average rate? Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Rings is really good. So it's, it's the Hobbit Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Versus obviously X-Men. The Hobbit Lord of the Rings, no question. No question. No question. It is indeed higher. Yes. But not by no question. Now, is that average for a bonus point? Yep. Higher or lower than 3.5? Oh, that's tough. Because I know all of the Lord of the Rings ones are like four point something on Letterboxd. The, I haven't seen any of the Hobbit ones. Couldn't tell you. I'm going to say over by a touch. The average for that is 3.3. Really? The yes. Hobbit movies must be terrible then. They were bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then just X-Men was 3.2. Okay. So it was There's some really atrocious X-Men movies. Yeah. The average was 3.2. So you got one point. Great. Connor, you ready, man? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Um, you have Harrison Ford as Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Which one of those two, Star Wars and Indiana Jones, is a higher rating? <sighs> there are no conventions for Indiana Jones movies, so I'm going to go Star Wars. <laughs> the logic... I guess it's there because you're right. Now, <laughs> of that over and under, is it over 3.9? Now, what under? are we talking about? Because, you know, there's different sets of Star Wars. All of so, them. So, like, all of all them. Of them all of them that were. the average. All of them that had Harrison Ford in. Okay. Okay. Uh, what was the rating? I can't tell you. That's the no, point. No, 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 no. What was the one that you said over? Oh, three point nine. Three point nine. Ooh. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say over. It was three point eight. Ooh, slightly. Brought under. Harrison Ford down was all the new ones. Wait a second. <laughs> Why said, are we wait, not wait, counting wait, wait. the prequels? Wait, wait. You just said in the Star Wars, but we were counting the Hobbit movies. Oh, the new ones did have 
the new Harrison Ford. That's, I never saw those ones. No, they were in there. That's why I said every Star Wars movie that had Harrison Ford. Right. Yeah, I forget that he was in the new ones because I never saw the new ones. And he was in the new ones. My question is then why were we counting the Hobbit movies? We were. Is Ian McClellan in the Hobbit movies too? Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's in all the prequels yes. too? Yeah, he knows Bilbo from experience. That's weird. I don't like that. I invested in this game. <laughs> okay. You're going to go with it. Yeah. Connie, you have you like a little spreadsheet? You don't earn the bonus point. That's okay. We're tied with Evan and I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Remember, guys, two franchises. See, I would I would have got that one wrong because I thought you meant the entire Star Wars franchise, which has to be lower than Indiana Jones. If you're, including. but it's only the movies that he's in. Okay, that's why Good it's called know. same league. I'm glad we're catching on. All right, guys. Good first round. Well, no, first round's still going. Good first question. Evan. Yeah. Jason <laughs> Statham, Frank Martin, and Ian Shaw. Transporter and Fast and Furious. Which one is higher? Can you wait? What was the first one? Frank Martin. I don't know who that is. It's the Transporter movies. Those sound bad. Um, <laughs> but I know the Fast and the Furious movies are bad. Um, I also don't know how many he's in. So this is. There's three Transporter movies, to be fair. Okay. He's the star and Fast and Furious was a crap ton. Right. But how many are, is he in? I think six, seven. Seven of them? No, six Hobbs and, and Shaw. Seven. No, six and seven. Oh, okay. Got Eight. it. Hobbs and Shaw. I okay. Think. People like those movies, so I'll just go with I'll just go with that that one. It is. The it Fast is Fast and the Furious. Now, is it over or under three point two? These are just the ones he's in. Just the ones he's in. I'm gonna go over. It is not. Like the average is three. Really? Yes. Which one of those movies got a bad rating? I couldn't tell you. People like. I don't Hobbs have all that in front of mm. me. Mm. You can go look though. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Take your point and shut up. This is the most I've had to think about Fast and the Furious since we saw Hobbs and Shaw. The most mm. I've had to think about the Transporter series ever in my life. Yeah, I mean, he puts a car battery up to his nips. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm not right, guys. wrong. <laughs> You're not. What Inspired filmmaking. <laughs> All right, Connor, you ready? I gave you the talented. He's been on a few of our episodes. Will Smith. He's not. Well, not on personal any of our episodes, <laughs> but we've talked about him. <laughs> Will Smith, Agent J, and Mike Lowry. So Men in Black and Bad Boys. Which one oh. has the higher average? I'm gonna go Men in Black. Men in Black does have the higher average. Now, is it over or under 3.3? So, this is tallying up the first three because he wasn't in the fourth one, right? Correct. Men in Black, yeah, that's right. Okay, so over or under 3.3? I'm going to say over. Under. You don't get the bonus point. It's 3.1. My goodness. All right, guys. One more for the first round. For this round. Okay, let's hear it. Sigourney Weaver, Evan. Ooh, oh, you Diana, got such a good one. <laughs> Dana Barrett and Ellen Ripley. Ghostbusters and Alien. Oh, fuck. Okay. There's a crap ton of Alien movies. Yeah, and she's yeah, in you don't need to some see the of them. One. She's in all four. <laughs> oh, is she in all of them? She's in hmm. the original four. <laughs> what about Aliens? Plural. Yeah, she's, in, <laughs> she's in Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and Alien Resurrection. 
Wow. What about Alien versus Predator? She is not in any of those, and she's not in the, the Prometheus or okay. the Covenant. This would have been Connor's question to own. Yeah, no, that that's yeah. that's good. I'm a big um, Weaver fan. And then what was the other one? It was Ghostbusters. Ghost. Okay, so is she in all the Ghostbusters too? Up until this new one that hasn't released yet. Wait, wait was she in the? Was oh, she, she wasn't in the all the female, female remake of Ghostbusters. No, she was not. No. Okay. So just two. Hmm. This is tough. I'm gonna go Ghostbusters. This will be the first incorrect. Ah, oh, shoot. On everyone's end. It was 3.4, and then Alien was 3.5. Oh, that's close. Yeah. I thought you know people didn't respond great to David Fincher's Alien movie, and although, although no, his was Alien or Alien Three, I think. Oh, that one was that one was too bad. But I think that watch Resurrection. <laughs> I needed to think about how you're taking it from Letterboxd where they love David Fincher. <laughs> well, that's all right. Okay. All right, Connor. You ready to finish off the first round? Yep. All right. Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, and Rambo. There's a crap ton of Rockies. Tie. So I'm going to go with Rocky on this one. Rocky is higher. Now, is it higher or lower? Then three point six. People like those Rocky movies. My mom really likes those Rocky movies. <laughs> Maybe we should have your mom on the pod. Maybe, yeah. You have to watch boring movies. You know, she's a lawyer, and it took her three sittings to watch. And you're just responding mercy. like this is a lawyer question. Asking no, no, no. For I'm just time. saying, just mercy. You have five it seconds. Just mercy three was sittings. good. It took Four. her three sittings. It's three. Why? It's higher. Two. He one. just said higher. Oh, higher? No, it's lower. Three point. Now, did that include both creeds? No. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Okay. I do remember doing the creeds. Good. So I can tell you why. It's because she got home late from work as a lawyer and then she fell asleep mid-movie. That's why it took her so long to finish Just Mercy. All right. So Connor holds a narrow one-point lead after the first round. Ooh. What is round two? Before we get into round two, I think we should promote that Connor will be back on the podcast. Ooh, good intermission comment. For the 50th Decades Project. And Connor, would you like to tell people what you picked and why? I chose the original Alice in Wonderland. Not the original. The original animated Alice in Wonderland. The Disney one. The Disney one. Because he's basic. No, because that one's in the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) Can we watch the Tim Burton one instead? That one wasn't Uh, in the 50s. (laughs) No one wants that. (laughs) And the reason why I chose it was to uh, talk about some of the early age animation and sound effects they had to do to make movies such as those. Yes, because you are a special effects guru. Yes. Well, that's exciting. We'll be doing that. What is that going to be in a couple weeks? Yeah, so my movie next week, and then Connor comes back. Okay. Woo! Talk then. All right. It means that you guys don't have to listen to the next one, just (laughs) (laughs) the one after that. All right. You guys ready for round two? Yes. All right. Round two is same franchise, different lead. So now I'm 50-50 swapped so, so these are franchises where they switch the... Where they switch the lead. Okay. And I will... Oh, is that like since Connor is winning, I'll start Man? with him. 
What did you say, Connor? Is that, who who was the original roadie, and then they switched him out from Iron? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was like Terrence Williams or something was the original one, I think. And then it went to Cheadle. Maybe it was Terrence Howard. I don't know. Someone he's, named Terrence. Oh, he's I an think. empire. He's he's yeah he's that guy. Yeah, well, that guy's Howard, not in my right? game. Good. <laughs> Terrence Williams, the one that shows up at MAGA rallies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Connie, you ready? Yes. It's going to be the Bourne franchise. Matt Damon and Jeremy Renner. Oh, I forgot oh, they replaced God. him with Jeremy Renner. <laughs> it's, it's, there was only one movie with Jeremy Renner. Yeah, so. but it's, 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 no, it's the original. Come on now. All right. That was an easy first round. It was Matt Damon. Now, oh, I didn't understand. That's what we were doing. Yes. <laughs> you, you choose the actor from the same franchise. Connor gets got it. it. Got it. So is the average Matt Damon movies in the Bourne franchise higher or lower than 3.6? Lower. You are correct for the bonus Ooh, point. 3.5. All right. That's five total. Right. But I, I had to give Evan an easy one, too, in the second round, Connor. Evan, Transformers. Okay. Shia LaBeouf <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg. And what am I trying to do? Decide who was the original? Who? No, no, no. Who no, has no. the higher average on that movie's oh, yeah, franchise? Oh, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Okay, good. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Now, is yeah, it no, higher or lower? No shit, it's correct. 2.8. Fuck. <laughs> lower. should be like 2.75. It is lower. <laughs> 2.4. Oh, jeez. Poor Shia. For an additional bonus points for either of you, real quick, what do you think the average of the Mark Wahlberg was? The Mark, wait, was he, how many was he in? Two. One. No, he was no two. Oh, two. Are we going closest to the pin or Price is Right rules where you can't go over? You can't closest. go over. Go over. Closest. Okay. We get a bonus point here. Oh, man. Um, the Mark Wahlberg one, I don't 2. know. 2.3. What did you say, Connor? 2.6. You're both over. 1.9. Oh, God. <laughs> they were garbage. <laughs> I figured neither of you would probably get it, so it was worth just chuckling about. All right. Connor, you ready? Does that put the score at 5-4? Correct. Sweet. Let's yeah. do it. Connor wants to win. I can see it Close now. Close it out. Connor, Pink Panther. Peter Sellers single and Steve Panther. Martin. <laughs> Never saw a single Pink Panther. <laughs> oh, I will gosh. tell you, Peter Sellers, I think was in at least five and maybe six. Steve Martin in two? Did they make a sequel to that one? Steve Martin is in two. Um, I'm just going to guess and say Steve Martin. Okay, Connor, you are incorrect. Steve Martin, 2.4 average. Peter Sellers had a couple good first one. 3.2. Yeah, you, you got to imagine that if you know the Steve Martin one's bad. <laughs> that was a hard know. one for Connor yeah, because I know he probably didn't see Panther. any of that. Yeah, that was not a good movie. There's like if a two-minute long scene yeah. where he like runs around and he's just complaining about how English people say hamburger. <laughs> this oh, is... Gosh. All right, Evan. This is your chance. This is it. James Bond in honor of Sean Connery. Rest in peace. And Daniel Craig, most recent. Oh, oh, Jesus. Okay, Ooh. okay. So I thought you were going to make me pick between all of the... No, no, no. James Bond. The t- I picked two. Sean Connery and... Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Okay. Um, 
here's the thing. I think that like, if you went through them and asked like critics, they'd probably pick Sean Connery, but I'm going to go with Daniel Craig. You are correct. And that's just because uh, Letterboxd has a recency bias. Yeah, Letterboxd does have a bias. Yeah. Well, why are right, we just taking that is, review? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all, Cody, you have to go through all the reviews. Carry on, Cody. What, what, is, the, what is the benchmark? 3.5. That's going to be – that's interesting because Casino Rails is higher. Uh, Quantum Sauce is lower. Um, Skyfall is higher. Spectre's lower. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go higher. It is not three point four. You go lower every time. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to tell you. All right, well, we got a game tied. on our hands, and it's how, all how down to the total? last. Is this it? How many total? What? This is the last one. Oh, right, okay. it's the last one. I have a tiebreaker just in case. Oh, okay, good. Interesting. Is it Sigourney Weaver so. again? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Connor. Superman, Christopher Reeve, Henry Cavill. My loyalty to Marvel has screwed me over, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How many movies were each of them in? Christopher Reeve was in, I think, four. He's in a handful. Henry Cavill's been in all the uh, three. Batman vs. Superman. Superman Returns, and then Justice League. I'm going to go with those ones. Henry Cavill? Yeah. Connor, you are wrong. Yeah, (sighs) people hated those movies. (laughs) They made... There's the why. I thought recency was the deal. (laughs) Yeah, none of the movies are bad, though. I only went off that logic. <laughs> it's all right. They're all in point. To, to be fair, Christopher them. Reeves' average was 2.7, and Cavill's was 2.5. So they were all bad. Yeah. Mm. All right, Connor. make a good Superman movie, I guess. This is where Evan has to fail for you to have a chance. I say Evan. fail on purpose so we could do the tiebreaker. Well, let's see if I, if I fail on accident first. <laughs> Evan, Connor, Connor got Superman. You want to make a guess on who oh, you got? Oh, God. You're making it too easy. Go ahead. Batman? Yeah. Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. Fairly positive. You are correct. Yes. It is Christian Bale. <laughs> Those movies are beloved. Christopher <laughs> Nolan is beloved on Letterboxd. Uh, Connor, I don't know what to tell you. Well, we're going to do the tiebreaker anyways. Okay, All right. Yeah. You want to do the tiebreaker? Let me get my other point. Just, just for credit's sake. All right. For credit's sake, Evan has won the game. If he gets this wrong... I get that bonus points. So <laughs> tiebreaker, an actual tiebreaker. Uh, I'll let I'll defer to Evan. Yes, Evan, I, I agree to nothing, but I just want okay. to hear the question. All right, the tiebreaker question was three hundred. What's my over under? What do you mean for his bonus point for Christian oh, Bale? That's right. Sorry, he can't get his bonus point. I was going. We're moving on to the tiebreaker. Over or under four point four. Under. It is under. Yeah. We all know the Dark Knight Rises wasn't that good. <laughs> all right. All go right. Ahead. Are you ready for the tiebreaker? Mm-hmm. 300, Gerard Butler, Sullivan, Stapleton. And I was going to ask you, 
with each this one of you. Okay. So, Connor, I guess this could have still ended in a tie. <laughs> I didn't really think this three. What is Gerard Butler's average for the 300, which is only one? You couldn't, you couldn't like pick literally the movie 50 50 with Seth Rogen and Joseph <laughs> Gordon Levitt and asked about that. I saw that movie. Seth Rogen's in a cool movie called 50 50. 2.3 for yeah. 300? Yeah. For 300. I'll go 2.7. The average for 300. You didn't even have it ready? No, because it got <laughs> deleted. <laughs> what did He's you like say? Doing everything. I said two point seven. He said two point three. It is three point three. Oh my god! So Evan would have won the point. I would have even thought higher, but I didn't want to go too high because Connor went very low. So now three hundred. Rise of an empire. Connor, Sullivan Stapleton. What do you think? Uh, Price is right. Three. Action. Three, okay. Oh, name? no, no, zero, zero. If it's Price is Right, I'm going to guess. <laughs> That's a good guess. Is it Sol- Wait, so- is Sullivan Stapleton his name in 300? Yes. That doesn't yes. make sense. Isn't that like a Gladiator movie? No, it's the name. I'm literally looking right at it. No, I know, but like, isn't that a Gladiator movie? No, he- 300, Rise of an Empire. What is that movie about? It was like a prequel to the, or after. But what is 300 about then? The Spartan Army. So why is his name Sullivan something? Not that's his real name. Sullivan Stapleton, dude. The director? Look. No. Who who is Sullivan Stapleton? The oh. Maya. Oh, okay. Oh, God, we're having such I get a it. debate. I understand over this. now. I understand. I was confused about what you were talking about. <laughs> I thought you were saying his character's name was Sullivan Stapleton. You already won the game. You shouldn't uh, have to wait this long. Two. Connie lost. Your zero worked against you. It was 2.5. So basically, Evan, you're a champion. Great. And that's good news. What did you win by? Two points? Yeah. It's a Christian Bale. It's too easy for it you, was, huh? That was too easy. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, you are the movie guru. Congrats on a battle well fought, Connor. Oh, thanks, guys. My mom FaceTimed me during this, and she's on the line right now. <laughs> that's fun. Well, that, that's, this is the time then, I guess, just to say goodbye. This is, this is where we part ways. <laughs> Let her know that she could be on for all the Rocky movies when sure. we ever do it. Thanks, uh, thanks for doing this, Connor. We'll uh, oh, talk to you in a couple It is my absolute weeks. pleasure. I love, actually, I love Before we let you go, though, do you want to congratulate us on uh, 50 episodes while you're here? No, I'm going to congratulate you guys when you get to a century. You know, okay. Full <laughs> Sounds 100. good. Give us no, something to look guys. forward to. You guys, you guys are doing great things. My mom listens to all your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a yeah, Connor's yeah, mom. She does. <laughs> Wait, mom, do what you just did again. <laughs> what? I can't. Hear you. I don't know what's going on there. But <laughs> with that, we'll go. Thanks right. again, Connor. See you, Connor. Right. Bye. See you guys. Bye. are back to talk about a new decade let's go so i thought the last decades project was a lot of fun i thought it was pretty uh informative watching a few movies that we uh, hadn't seen some old movies yeah i liked it a lot yeah we were talking about perspective early on and i feel like uh 
going through the decades definitely gives you that. I agree, man. I think that, I don't know, I think that when you grow up, you kind of have like your era of movies, right? When you grow up, for us, that would have been going through like the early 2000s and into today. Like you have this sort of perception of what movies are, should be. And I, I think that there's like a barrier to entry almost for older movies with people. Like I know I have some friends that just like, refuse to watch movies if they're in black and white or if they're made before like a certain year and i just think it's unfortunate because like yeah you watch something like we're going to talk right now about a face in the crowd but i feel like you watch something like that and you get something out of it yeah it doesn't look like you think a movie looks like now it's (laughs) edited differently it's it's shot differently it's the acting's a little different but like it's still has significance it still like elicits reaction and uh i I think it's great that we're doing another uh, decades project so proud to be doing another decade project on our 50th hey cheers again our 50th 50th episode so i guess this is where uh if you're only listening for the first time i might as well tell you guys how it goes i give a plot description evan usually rates me a d or an f but here goes nothing so you want me to tell you guys tell what, face, what in the crowd? A face in the Crowd is? So this is about Larry Lonesome Rose, played by Andy Griffith. I think it's his film debut, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that or it's like a very early. Yeah, very early it's Andy Griffith. breakout role, at least. I, I would agree with that, yeah. yes. And uh, he's basically found drunk and disorderly in a uh, county jail. And for early release, he's asked by a uh, radio uh, radio show host or whatever. Patricia Niels is her name. Sorry, I'm looking up names right now because I don't want to get it wrong. Sure. Who's uh, Marcia in the movie? And Marcia. 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 <laughs> Marcia. Sorry, it's been a few days since I've actually seen this movie. If I was prepared like I was yesterday, I don't think we'd have this problem. Anyways, so she has a, a radio show called A Face in the Crowd, and she just asked to really get a song played out of him, and, and he does, and ends up being a huge and hitful success because it's called I'm a free man in the morning. And uh, well it, done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and she's kind of the first to fall for his charm with the song and not just, you know, the charm of the song, but the charm of him mm-hmm. as an individual. And uh, really, you know, it just starts to pick up ground from there. He, get, he gets released and, you know, she wants to give him a chance like on a ra- on the radio show as like a full time like kind of you know guess and he's just like oh well, I'm a simple a simple country man kind of thing and yeah um you know he he gets that and eventually it leads to just bigger and better opportunities people see ways for to use him and exploit him with his success of this on screen appearance and charm to mm-hmm. just to really just move up in the world and you know where does that boil over I don't want to spoil things but it, it just it definitely builds to something that sure yes Explosion do not again. spoil a movie from 1957 <laughs> um yeah so let to, to start here let's let's start with with this so when i suggested this be the first movie of our decades project mostly because of the um the relevance i feel that it sort of has to our current media environment that's and, for sure um and the election that that just happened here uh, you were kind of hesitant. You're like, eh, I don't know if I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not a politics man. Sure, to that extent to talk sure. About. And you didn't want to turn people off from no. it. But I, you texted me mm-hmm. um, after watching this, and you're like, that was a good movie. It was. And like, were you surprised? <laughs> was it like different than what you were expecting? 
I don't know if it was okay. It was definitely different than I was expecting. Yeah, I had the plot description wrong a little bit when I described it last week. Yeah, I didn't even. I honestly didn't even read the plot description. I just I'm watching it. You told me it was relevant to the times. Like, that's what I went in with. And you talk about uh, that turnoff, right? I talked about it in the '40s project, and I guess I'll talk about it here mm-hmm. too because 1940s, '50s, '60s. There's that era, right? Where it's like, mm, am I really gonna enjoy something? There's a that divide in experience. Correct. Like. Our experience now is very different than someone growing up in the 40s or 50s. And when we're sitting at home during these, you know, uh, times of quarantine and stuff, as we've also discussed too, mm-hmm. is was it going to be entertaining enough to where like I would enjoy such an attention. old, yeah. yeah, such an old movie, and it and it really did. Um, you know, it it definitely is relevant to right now going on with the uh, election here in the U.S. And uh, Andy Griffith is just great. He is feral he, in this movie. He's <laughs> just like all over the yeah. place. Like, and it, yeah, it's like almost not infuriating. It's it's just it's so it's so crazy on when you watch this film and how he obviously gains his power and influence over mm-hmm. almost everyone with the use of the media uh, of that of television, of course, and on the radio with the talk show uh, to start, but. He turns into obviously this malicious person without a doubt, right? He's kind of he talks about being that humble. Well, that's that's the question. Does, yeah. does he turn into that person, or, or was, was that person that always person? there yeah. that just got unleashed? But, you but know? what's what's great, regardless of how you want to look at that, that malicious intent of what he was doing, you still he he, he really like even as the audience, he had that charm like and to that's win Andy you over. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, this guy's a dick. But I'm still like, okay. You're still interested. I'm You're still, still like, interested. Like, I see you, you Andy Griffith. You hate him wholly, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's part of and the thing. And I think thing. that's what's great about the yeah. film, too. That's part of the thing with Andy and Griffith, scare. specifically, mm-hmm. is that, like, he has this on-screen persona. And it sounds like, like, from everything I've heard, he's kind of that way. He was that way in real life as well. But he's kind of, like, folksy, and he's, like, charming, and, and he just seems like a nice guy. Right, and so especially watching this, I don't know if you've ever watched old episodes of like the Andy Griffith Show. I, I can't say I have. I'm, not, I'm I won't lie. Yeah, well, I mean, like lie. if you turn on like um, what's that channel called with all the old TV shows? It's like TV, some TV Land. Yes, maybe it is TV Land. Yeah, and uh, they play old episodes of uh, of the Andy Griffith Show a lot, and it's like a cheesy '60s like life was easier back then kind of show. And, like, ever since then, Andy Griffith has, like, had this reputation of being, like, this nice guy, folksy guy. And if you go back and watch A Face in the Crowd, like, in his breakout performance, like, he's not a good guy in that movie. But, like, you can still see that part of him. He's still, like, Andy Griffith. And, like, you, he has that uncanny ability that, that only exists in certain actors where no matter how far off the rails they go, you still are with them, which is kind of a cool thing. So it works like that. I thought, again, I thought this was going to be an interesting, um, I don't know, accompaniment to current political ongoings because this movie isn't entirely political. It kind of gets there towards the end. Yeah. But, and I, I don't, we don't need to get into detail, but I mean, I think there's an obvious comparable to, to Andy Griffith's character in this, to Lonesome Roads, to... We all know who I'm talking about if you've seen this movie. <laughs> but, like, I, I think it's just sort of interesting, this idea of, like, how the media rewards outrage and how the media can build up this persona of someone that masks who they really are. And, like, you can 
manipulate that to gain power. Yeah. And like that is as interesting as it is for like a movie that was made over 60 years ago, how little has changed in that regard. I think in my review of it, like at the end, again, I, I don't care if we spoil a movie that's no, 60 spoiler. years old, but like at the end he gets caught on like a hot mic um, more or less, right? They, they leave the, the camera on like insulting his viewers and they turn on him. And for me, like that's the only unbelievable part of this movie 60 years later is like this exact movie could be made today under the same like pretenses. And the only difference is he wouldn't lose a single viewer from that. Like that's the only thing that that's changed now is like the, the entrenched nature of, of people. It, it, it is scary how today, relevant you know? it feels and not just with obviously the ongoing election and stuff on who we're obviously talking about Donald Trump. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll do it. Um, but right. Like, we're in it's it's hard i mean it, it is right like yeah you can but it's even harder that. now yeah. right because influence in, is like influencers are a thing right on instagram mm-hmm. influencer and all that kind of stuff and these people build traction for whatever reasons and have their com- like hot commodity of what yeah. makes them relevant and get all these followers and stuff and then you know they go maybe promote something or promote uh, an action or promote a product or whatever and people go out and flock and buy it right people go out and flock or do he it. sends a whole mob and, of and people he sends to, and, it, yeah. and it's just so crazy how relevant that is to today with whatever they all bring what dogs to to the (laughs) sheriff's house or something but uh one of the one of the quotes i had to put down there's a lot of quotes in here guys Mm -hmm. that are are just really great that you know stick with you with me especially just watching this is this one was my like probably my favorite i'm not just an entertainer i'm a force a Mm -hmm. power and that's obviously andy griffith uh, lonesome road saying that and uh, and it, and it's true, right? He he gets this fame. He gets from this, you know, county jail of nothing. He can play a guitar. Yeah, just a drunk in the county jail. And and he, and he does, right? He gets put in the limelight because he's given an opportunity by like one person mm-hmm. who um, who saw Marsha, something. Yeah, who, yeah. who saw something, Marsha, and takes him on this journey. And and it, and it does. And it, and not only does he get the power when he gets to like near the top or at the top of his games where. Every week, like, you see the ratings going up, like, yeah. 49, 50, 50, 50. He's talking about his ratings all the time, too. Yeah, he talks yeah. about his ratings all the time, and it, and it does get political, right? There's the... He's trying to, like, help a guy get elected as governor of, like, Arkansas or something. Yeah, and, and he talks about how, you know, smile and have that on-screen appearance, mm-hmm. and, you know, you'll win him over just like that, and and that's just how Maybe power... Maybe like for hung... Senate or something. I don't know. I thought it was presidency. To be no, he wasn't it. helping someone run for president. I'm pretty sure it was for either senate or like governor yeah but it, it, it's funny right because it's like even they end up in a way using him with such a popularity um you know it, it's just that it, that's the theme right like the what media what lengths that media can actually affect the way we think or what we do right it's like a symbiotic relationship it's but a parasitic yes very sort parasitic. of one like it's it destroys him like it builds him up and it destroys his humanity but then at the same time like it builds up this media presence which just hurts the people that are watching it anyway like this movie i think more than ever is relevant and like let's take it back right to when this movie came out i was doing a little research on because a lot of times when i watch this movie was not popular right when it first came out i wouldn't say it was unpopular but it was not like wildly popular or anything like this was not a movie that people um nominated for awards or anything like that um andy griffith's performance was praised in it naturally we're still talking about that today but 
critics at the time kind of felt it was a little thin, like the character work outside of that. And I just don't, I, I think if you just look at everything that's happened since, like it's hard to think that now, like I think obviously like we're looking at Letterboxd, right? It's got a 4.2 average rating on here. Like people that have revisited the movie now view it as a classic and it's been added, I think, to like the Library of Congress um, significant films that's reserved for really like the best movies, Oscar winners, reserved for movies that have like cultural significance. And this is this is one of them in there. Yeah, it fits that mold for sure. So it's it's definitely aged well in terms of um, its popularity and whatnot. And I think a lot of people now look back at it as one of Elia Kazan's better movies. I mean, again, he's he's. I don't know if you know much about Elia Kazan, but his On the Waterfront won an Oscar. I think he did A Streetcar Named Desire. I can pull it up right now, which is obviously like a classic. Yeah, East of Eden. Like he's a very significant director back in the day. So, again, just another one in his uh, over. That's um, that's. Popular. It's just crazy to see how what power does to people, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and then how he treats people. Like you said, uh, and I agree with you. Um, like he was always malicious from the get go. Like he was always malicious, yeah. you know. But he didn't. Marsha gives he him his big break. It on was it Memphis? Was the first city, or was that the second? No, he went to Memphis after that. He was down in Arkansas. Somewhere. Yeah, Arkansas, and yeah. then you know he gets an opportunity to go to Memphis, and he gets on the train. He's like, finally, we're sick. We're out of this. God stinking town. Yeah. And, you know, and Marshall's like looking at him like, hey, these are like, these are my people kind of thing. Like, this is her town, her hometown. Right. You know, I'm making a big risk going with you as it is and leaving, you know, friends and family behind. Then he gets to Memphis. And, of course, that leads to getting picked up over in New York for like advertisement and all that kind of stuff leading to all his shows. And then he leaves Memphis. And it's, and it's the same thing. And he gets picked up by the governor. Yeah. Well, character. he gets invited to, to help. Yeah, and he's like the gu- the guy running for governor be more folksy or something. Yeah, and he's and, like, I'm gonna mold you kind of thing. And was it? It wasn't for president. Was it? Wait, was it for president? I, I'm pretty sure it was. That's the governor took him in, and then they That's had to go help yeah. with the governor. He's like, yeah. So so going to the governor. He no, like, you know who it was? It was Senator Fuller, Worthington Fuller. Yeah, and he had to be um, coached on how to be more folksy. So he was running for president, but he was a senator, yeah. I guess. But the I governor I, I'm takes, a little confused with the dynamics sure. of everything. But. but the governor takes him in. He's like, hey, think of me as your father kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and he molds him into this, you know, more than just a TV appearance, right? Like, hey, we're going to make it even more than yeah, this. Yeah, and then he and starts then he using show like, to yeah, be... Yeah, then he treats him like shit. And, you know, it gets to a point where it does boil over. And Marsha's there from the get-go. And, you know, you'll learn throughout the movie. You yeah, know, he's Mar- just going around. She, being, know, she knows, yeah. like, at the very end and... You know that she created a monster, and you know had to stop him. Had to stop him. So right? it's almost like the rise and fall kind of like gangster movie. Almost. It really like is a, like it, an it Irishman or like, like a Goodfellas or, or one of those kind yes. of movies, but in a much more, um, I guess, much less foreign. Like I think when people watch like mafia movies and stuff, there's a certain appeal to something like The Godfather or whatever because and it's not a three it hour seems movie. Disconnected from like you're like I don't know that person, you know. But when it comes to this, like, I think anyone knows somebody that, like, would fall into this sort of trap. You know, it's definitely more relevant, at least. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it is like that. And luckily, like I just said, you don't need three hours to, to get that through and get your point across. Um, but, I mean, he, 
he loved Marsha too, right? Like it got to a point where they had like this, it was a weird relationship, I guess I should say. And <laughs> he, he ends up marrying like this 17 year old back all the way from right, Arkansas. Yeah. Like, Oh, Marsha, like, you know, it's just complicated kind of thing. Like, I love you, but I, you know, I can't, we, I right. can't marry you. And he loved being loved. Yeah. And, and then you learn that like when Mar- like he proposed when they first had like this all going on, like the next day, like she's kind of happy, like, Oh, I'm the only one. And and you learn right he away. Just runs off with, yeah. Well, he doesn't even run off with her. The wife comes in. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah that's his, that's his, true too. His wife, like his actual, like oh, I'm, well, I'm his wife, and you're gonna pay me three thousand dollars a month or whatever. Or, right. You know, I'm gonna make sure that you know this gets known. It's just a salty bunch all around. Yeah. So and it ruins that right away. And and at the very end, it, it does boil over where Marsha realizes that he built a monster and puts him back on the air when he's not supposed to be mm-hmm. saying all these things like I can make him eat dog shit if I wanted to and. And just like that, the people like that instantly loved him, that got his ratings up to fifty three. Like, yeah. they're all calling in. Like, I'm never listening to the show again. Get this guy out of here. Again, would never happen anymore. <laughs> but, uh, and then it, I love the ending. And right, Marsha finally like it's who's the character Walter Mathia Mathio. I don't know how to pronounce his I, I last don't know. name. Yeah, he he's basically the the writer for like a book and stuff, and he helped them kind of get there too. Mel Miller yeah it's kind of like a love interest to Marsha regardless he comes in and he has this whole speech at the end that was just really really also um enticing and interesting to like think about um where at the very end he talks about people having like a short memory like hey you'll be back right you're you're gonna be back somewhere it won't be the same and I couldn't help but relate to that even more today is where I do feel like I'm not dissing anyone, but like, don't you feel like we have as an entire society, like a short memory on just certain, on certain things, right? Like we we forget about things like, oh, that was 10 years ago or five years ago. And like, you know, we pick and choose. Don't get me started on (laughs) on how cancel culture isn't real, (laughs) but (laughs) I know, but it's true. You're right. Like hit me. Look at, I mean, I, I I think it was like Woody Allen, right? Like Woody Allen had, we don't need to get into the whole Woody Allen of Woody Allen, but like, he's still making movies. People still make movies with him, like with him. And he's still like, people still go see them and stuff. So it's like, yeah, people do. There's always that group of people that don't forget that are just like, I won't ever trust this guy again. But like, yeah, I'm sure in this, in this world, like lonesome roads was fine. He, Maybe he went on to run for president himself. Yeah. Maybe he won. Maybe he did a lot of racist yeah. things as president. We don't need to get into it. Sure. But, like, I, I definitely see how this is, like, I don't know. I, I, what's the word for it? Like, this movie has a lot of foresight. Like, it, mm-hmm. it is very predictive of sort of the world that we're <laughs> in now. And I wonder if this movie, as it is, like, was just made today how many people would be like, this is too on the nose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're definitely going to make that connection with how relevant it is to the times right now. Sure. If, you're, if you were to go watch it, which it is available on HBO Max, by the way, guys. Is I, it now? Yeah, I watched it on HBO oh, Max. Oh, I, I bought this fucking movie like oh, a week ago. Well, it came out and I watched it on HBO Max. <laughs> That's as, awesome. Um, I'm glad it's available for people. I don't mind buying it. It yeah. was like six bucks, so it wasn't that big a deal. Just another movie you bought and comes out like a week later. I mean, this is the streaming world we live in now. God. But, so, uh, yeah, I mean, this really picked up. Like, it was already riveting and capturing from mm-hmm. the beginning, you know, even for this Lonesome Road character and but stuff. it does, yeah. And when it gets to that second half and definitely, like, that last quarter, like, the amount of, like, relevant phrasing of 
stuff that comes mm-hmm. out of it. Like we've already talked about everything. Everything I've quoted from this was from the latter half of that film. Sure. Um, politics is the people. Obviously, the entertainer. I'm a force kind of thing. Or you know, people have a short you know memory kind of thing. And Andy Griffith like, just off the rail. Like he never loses the charm, but he's just off yeah. the rail. You can see why this movie came out and he became like an instant celebrity. Yes. But I mean, it, it's just that's what's great about this film. Like it makes you obviously ponder, makes you think, and like you were talking about, it just there's just that connection there. Um, and you know, even moving past 2020 and stuff here, it, I don't think it's going away. Yeah, I mean, I, those not forces of the media aren't changing. No. Like the incentive structure is still there in the same way that it was 60 years ago, in the same way that it was six years ago, that got us where we are right now. So I think you're right. Um, but for uh, we were kind of running on here, but like I, I do want to ask you because I'm I'm just looking through Letterboxd here. I assume that this is your first live action film that you've seen from the '50s, and I say live action because I assume you've seen Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, which uh, Alice in Wonderland we're going to talk about in a couple weeks. But um, again, like Peter Pan, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, I assume you've seen yes those. But like as a narrative feature from 1957 like did you what did you think comparatively to now comparatively to because i mean i I guess i watch a lot of old movies so like i think it's just the story like i said it's it's that mob movie and i think a lot of people Mm -hmm. like those mob movies i I really like that you did make that comparison here um and it is capturing um i honestly i think you know black and white get past that really it's not that big a deal it really shouldn't make a difference i it, it baffles me, I think, now. Y'all loved Roma, or at least I did, <laughs> and, like, Cold War and, like, yeah. current movies but that are black and white. But what's great back then, too, is I know acting changes through the years, but, like, I really feel like there is some serious acting going on. Yeah, the performances during... in this were better than some old movies. Yeah, and th- that's what was just, you know, like, I'll, I'll speak to it. Andy Griffith was just so captivating with his character mm-hmm. that it's just, you couldn't help but be enticed, and you kind of knew where it was going to go, but you're like, but where is it going to go? Like, where is it going to finish? And that build up and it, yeah. where does it come crashing down? And that's what you really just, you know, I love movies that captivate you like that. And of course, this movie definitely makes you think, I think, when it's right. over. Like, it makes you reflect. That's what I should really say. Sure. And I like that reflection on films. That's, you know. Yeah. And it's an interesting reflection about, like, how things don't really change. But I want to talk about, for a second, the acting point. Because, <laughs> like, we've been watching good movies for, like, the Decades Project real more or less right like yes. um i know we both didn't really like the big sleep all that much but the performances in that were generally pretty good still henry bogart <laughs> and I, I think that's one of the things that i notice when like i go back and watch old movies and stuff is like unless you're talking about like the the very best directors and like the very best actors if you're talking about like the humphrey bogarts and the ingrid bergmans i'm thinking about like casablanca and whatnot or, sure. or if you're talking about like in in this case um we're talking about like andy griffith who is had a long and like illustrious career in tv after after this movie um or like uh, i'll bring up singing in the rain again just because i love it so much like gene kelly who i wouldn't say is like a tremendous actor but he's putting on a show every time he he does something like if you get into some of those like lower tier movies from back in the day you can tell like a lot of the actors are sometimes they're looking at the camera or sometimes they're just like delivering lines in a way that doesn't feel natural yeah. in a way that today, like actors today have come up through, you know, drama programs through schools and then they go to 
go to like acting school and they and they go through it uh, in in a lot of cases so i think you see a lot of older movies that it's like less of a of a craft for some people like beyond like the the famous well-known actors you know see that that's that's where it's hard for me to reflect on that or talk about that because Obviously, for the '40s project and the '50s project, mm-hmm. you know, I go to. You're watching the top tier, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm picking top tier stuff. I'm not going to the middle of the tier kind of thing and and seeing that per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the top tier stuff, you know, the the craft is there for those it's actors great, yeah. and actresses for the filmography of you know whoever who's directing it, and uh, it it's crazy. You know, we'll reflect on it here in a few weeks with like. An animation movie with Alice in Wonderland just to talk about it. Those a hold bit. up well. Yeah, th- those hold those up do. well, and, and it's yeah. crazy to think like how they made those films like a reality kind of thing, and you know where we've come oh, from. I'm gonna too. unload on modern Disney when we talk <laughs> about old Disney, but we're in for another good one next week. I mean, we've got Rear Window coming up. Yes, Jimmy Stewart is the lead there. I just watched another one of his movies. It was Election Day, so I. Um, I had in the background uh, a movie I'd seen a few times. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I don't know if you ever watched that in like a government or civics class no, or whatever, not. but it's um, it's comfort food <laughs> right now. Sure. But but yeah, Jimmy Stewart is um, it's great. You've seen a It's a Wonderful Life. That's Jimmy Stewart. I have seen. Yeah, every lead, year the lead in It's a Wonderful Life Speaking is the lead in Rear Window. Yeah, cool. So yeah. Um, but I think uh, I think it's just time to give him a letterbox roundup. All right, letterbox roundup. What are you giving it, Cody? Four and a half out of five stars, guys. This don't let the black and white, don't let any of that stuff fool you. It's you know, it's a great movie, guys. It really is. Yeah. I also went four and a half, and I don't even feel like I need to justify the black and the white <laughs> because it's it's not even an issue. <laughs> Like I don't know. I I think if people really like, I'm talking for all the people here. gave it a chance, gave a chance to some of these old movies, they'd yeah. find some real gems that they that they really liked. I'll vouch for that. Cody, that does it for a jam-packed 50th episode. Hey, 50, big 50, 5-0. We did it. We did it. 5-0, baby. Hooray. Well, I had a lot of fun um, celebrating our successes today, Cody. We've already uh, told people where to find us in that uh, where do they find celebratory us? section. At Spinning the Real on any social media. There you go. SpinningTheReal.com. You have to realize, whether you've listened to a few episodes whether you've listened to all 50 episodes or whether this is your first episodes, they need to know where to find us to live in. Yeah, but we so told we them already. Say, well, we could tell them again. Okay, well, that's fine. That's where we're at. Anyway, what are we uh, What are we <laughs> talking about next week, Cody? Did we decide on a, on a main movie for next week, like a new movie? I don't think we decided on a main movie because I don't think anything new is coming out. We'll know tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> as we talk about this and talk about preparation of how we're going to move forward for the positive. Yeah. Talk, talk about what we're going to do for the Decades Project. Yeah. The, decades project here. the Decades Project is set in stone. It is my pick next week. Uh, 1954 release of Rear Window, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, guys. Wow, that it sounds is, like a classic. As I said off the top in the intro, it is available on Peacock with Premium. 
Uh, if you're worried about getting it, like I said, it's free for a week. Do what you always do. Or do what you always do, and I'm not going to tell you to go pirate a movie or anything, but you can. Don't um, tell anyone to pirate <laughs> movies. Please, pay there for movies. There are multiple ways to find and watch a movie, and yes, support, I guess, support your local. Support the artist. You know, there you go. Yeah, there's really nothing that's come out recently. I mean, Alita Battle Angel's getting a re-release. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we'll we'll have to figure, we'll figure something it out, out and we'll tweet it because that's what we're here for. More promotion. So you guys are gonna know with plenty of time to watch the film. You remember when I told you I that like, this was gonna out. be a busy movie? Oh, the horror movie? That horror movie we looks pretty that. good. Let's do that. I'm calling it right His now. House. His yeah. house. We're watching it. It's a horror On Netflix. movie. We figured, hey, it's still in between Christmas and Halloween, so let's get a little scary in. So we're watching His House. Is it available on Netflix? It is on Netflix. There yeah, and then the next week we can get into it. Wolfwalkers comes out, but it's only in theaters, so that's yeah. not going to work out. We'll figure it out <laughs> and let you all know. Look at us. Anyway. Not getting any better. We do 50th. appreciate everyone for uh, sticking with us for 50 episodes, and we hope you'll stick with us for 50 more at least. So cheers to that. Clink. Clink.